Hello, I'm Stephen Morrow. And I'm Christopher Philippi. And this is The The Podcast Podcast with with Benefits. Benefits. On today's episode, we talk about... Uh, excuse me, it's not a knot, it's a slipknot. Safety first. Reverend Jen. BDSM 101. Frankie. My vampire is homosexual. Most vampires are pansexual. But my vampire (laughs) sucks dick. Hey Chris, what's up? Not too much. I decided I would introduce this one since there was we had the the fumble last time. I'm just so used to you doing it. You do it so well. I yeah, I I lead. It's what I do. You're a leader, and I'm a running off the path and to the wilderness and eating poisonous berries or. Yeah, I, I don't give you long in like a Lord of the Flies type of situation. You would not make it really far at all. But you wouldn't you wouldn't be murdered by you know something. You would have just died due to you know eating poisonous berries or like, hey friendly snake, let me pet you, and then you know you're killed by a bow constrictor. I love you. You're an awesome guy, and you deserve happiness, but you also would definitely pet a deadly viper. Of course. Yeah. I mean, if given the chance to pet a deadly viper... (laughs) Unsupervised. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Whenever I hear deadly viper... I think of series of unfortunate events because I'm, I've only seen a little bit of it on Netflix. I haven't read the series. Uh, well, I, I'm there's like a there's just a, a snake called the incredibly deadly viper. Yeah. Uh, and like it's all spoiler alert for this old movie that nobody cares about. Uh, but um, it's totally not a deadly viper at all. It's like super friendly. But every time I hear Deadly Viper or Incredibly Something, like Incredibly Something with two syllables, I just always think of that. Well, to age myself even further out of the room, whenever I hear Viper, I think of the, um, like, I think it's maybe Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, I don't know, of the, I'm the Viper and I'm coming to get you. Or I'm, I'm the Viper and I'm coming. Like this person keeps getting these phone calls and about you know, the, the Viper's coming, and they're terrified. They're shitting bricks the whole time. And the guy eventually shows up. He's like, "I'm the Viper and I'm here to wash your windows." <laughs> and he just had an accent. Oh my god! The, so, the Wiper. Yes. Yeah. He calls himself the Wiper. I don't know. Listen. It's impressive that he can speak two languages, okay? Don't give him a hard time. No, it's just... he calls himself. (laughs) I'm just... I'm just thinking about... And I know this is awful. Mm. But also, you know, reading the room and everything. I'm, uh... I'm just thinking of Viper's coming now. What? Because you said, I am the Viper and I am coming. Oh, sure. Gotcha. Um, No, I'm sorry. I... Right, I did that. And so, like, I'm, I'm now wondering how a snake comes. ejaculates. Yeah, that's an actually, yeah, that's a great segue. How does a snake ejaculate? I mean, I, I know how my sex. snake ejaculates. Mm. But <laughs> uh, that's low hanging fruit, Stephen. And I mean, yeah. <laughs> you are low hanging fruit. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. No, I, I'm I'm very curious now about how snakes ejaculate. Uh, hopefully, we have... Uh, 
a snake on the show that we can... Herpetologist, I was going to say. But yeah, a snake. Let's have a snake on the show. See, this is why, again, you wouldn't last in a, uh, you know, a Lord of the Flies type situation. I, I really like the idea of having a snake on the show on this audio podcast, and the snake is coming all over the microphone, but nobody knows... Like, <laughs> I know what's going on. Yeah, yeah. We end up knowing less after having experienced yeah. this. <laughs> no, I've never seen a snake ejaculate. Well, again, we'll have a, a herpetologist on the show. Uh, and and hopefully they will talk about snake ejaculation. Hopefully. hopefully. Fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah. We could, you know, we'll, we'll blow our entire wad, no pun intended, on the herpetologist guest coming in, and they won't talk about snake ejaculation, and it'll all have been for naught. I think it's one of those so, things that we just, we would, we shouldn't tell them. No, absolutely why. not. We just like, we want him, why do you want, why do you want me on this show? Guess. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you want to be on the show? Play a game of 20 <laughs> questions and... <laughs> right. Figure it out, person. Anyway. So, um... Alright, couple stories. Story time from Christopher. Alright. Um, I bought a book. Um, but let me back it up even further. Oh. <laughs> I was I born on... <laughs> yeah, yeah. In the beginning of time... No. Uh, so it was I recently celebrated uh, my five-year wedding anniversary with my partner. And uh, first off, big announcement, big to-do. It's I've, I've made allusions to it before uh, in the show, but I haven't really, there was nothing really official. But I wanted to go ahead and just clear the air. Um, my, yeah, my, my spouse uh, is, has, has, uh, change their name not like legally but they're going by the name francis or frankie oh. or frank uh and they are uh non-binary well that's awesome it is it's great we it's it's like i i can't you know i, I can't i will never understand uh but i i stand with them uh and it's like it's freeing for me to tell people <laughs> like yeah. like it feels good for when i when i tell like my coworkers or friends and i tell them because it, it's been something that they've been kind of you know testing and uh, trying as far as the name is concerned like they, they've mm-hmm. they've known they're non-binary and kind of kind of come out with that uh, a while ago but um the name the name portion like i i go back and forth between calling them by their old name uh and by by frankie Dude, depending on the crowd I'm, I'm in, you know, mm-hmm. like by, by how people know them. But I'm just kind of slowly clearing the deck and just, you know, like after I, after I got consent from Frankie, I've just been telling everybody. And it feels good for me to tell them because, like, it's something I've been, I feel awful about when I would refer to them by their other name, you know, because it wasn't them anymore, you know? Yeah. So I can't imagine how it feels for them. Like, it's it's got to be so liberating. But uh, I'm very proud of them, and I love them very much. And uh, so that's gotta uh, be that's gotta be such a such a hard process as well. Like uh, I feel like for some people that might seem like such a simple thing, I guess. But like for somebody like me, I can't even decide, you know, what kind of creamer flavoring I want in my coffee, let alone what I want to go by. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. choosing a name that's uh, that's something that you can uh, like feel comfortable with. I, I feel like that would be a process for me. <laughs> yeah, I, I would imagine so. I mean, like, yeah, you, you're. I, I feel bad for you. I mean, like, like you, like you said. I mean, even choosing a creamer like is a struggle for you. It is a monumentous. Like it, you have to stop everything you're doing and focus all, solely on that decision to decide French vanilla or salted caramel. What's it gonna be? <laughs> What's it gonna be? And the stakes are dire. It really is. Uh, and and honestly, for for Francis, uh, when when the when that choice is given to them 
audibly by some other human, that also becomes a dire situation for them as well. Like, if they're just making the choice, they can do it easily if no one's looking at them. Like, if no, if, if they're alone in the room and they've got to choose a coffee creamer, bam, it's easy choice, done. But if I say, which one do you want? <laughs> oh, it's, it's the end of the fucking universe. Like, fuck, like... <laughs> And I love them. There's no, you know, like it's not a, it's not a struggle, but uh, it's it's tough. So yeah, on it for for this thing to go by a new moniker and to you know to 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 feel more at home with this name, uh, I'm just very very happy for them. Uh, <laughs> and. and uh, I like playing around with the. I call them Frankenstein and oh Francis no, Frankie. And, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they they, they welcome it. I, I hope anyway. They haven't said any, they haven't told me to stop. You know, uh, they, like they also like they like you know. On paper, that sounds awful. Like <laughs> no, no. I, I like generally it's perceived in good fun, and they 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 contribute to it as well. I think. Okay. All right. Because you got to get it all out of the way. I mean, like you know, you grow up with a name, and you have like the the childhood trauma of other kids you know, doing horrible things to your name. That's so true. I'm just trying to get it all out of the way. <laughs> that's, like, that's very true. Like I spent... I'm trying to catch them up. I spent a good portion of my life... People had the audacity to spell the name Stephen with a V, mm-hmm. um, which is just disgusting. So uh, I was going to bring that up too, but go ahead. Uh, and like people would call me Stephanie when my uh-huh. hair got long. Uh, my mom would call me Fred. Mm-hmm. I, I have no idea why. Fred, sure, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Christina is obviously. Oh, yeah. It's 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 easy. Yeah, low hanging fruit. Yeah. Um. So I have a very good friend, um, who lives in South Carolina, named Stephen, and he spells it with a V. Oh. And is also He's one of those. I mean, like there is a there, <laughs> there is, after meeting you, and knowing almost immediately about your hatred of the 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 Stevens with a V. <laughs> and I already knew about his hatred of Stevens with a PH. Mm. It is a lifelong battle. You know, there is a war raging that non-Stevens are are not indoctrinated to. <laughs> so, well, I mean, I don't know. I just think that that the PH Stevens are objectively superior. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, you can just go down the line. I mean, we've got. We've got Hawking, we've got Spielberg, you know, uh, we've got... Dorf! Stephen Dorf. <laughs> Never mind. I, I have no Go idea. <laughs> he was in Blade. He was the bad guy in Blade. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the most important of, Absolutely. of all, actually. Uh, yep. um, Blade actually <laughs> was a very significant film. Uh, no, it was not. No, but it was symbolically important. It was the first time that... Because that's Marvel. Actually, mm-hmm. technically, um, yep, literally. <laughs> technically, by a small technicality, but no, like it's that a was Marvel film. Uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, but that was the first uh, person of color Marvel superhero to be in a movie, like in a to have their own movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, so I mean, yeah, it is. Pop culturally, it is significant in that, yes, so, yes, it is uh, the first African-American superhero, uh, at least Marvel. Uh, there was there was Steel, I think. I, th- I don't know if Shaq did that. Anyway, but um, the first Marvel movie with a black man uh, in it, a person of color, um, it's also, it saved Marvel's ass. Like, they were deep in debt, um, and Blade made a lot of fucking money for them, and it saved them. And, like, if it weren't for Blade... We wouldn't have any of the Marvel stuff that we have right now. Correct, correct. So, you know, props to Steven Dorf. There we go. Most important <laughs> Steven. But no. And, of course, tax evading <laughs> Wesley Snipes. Uh, well, we can just, uh, you know, kind of... He's. I mean, I, I, think, I, I think he's... I hope he's on the upswing, because I, I always enjoyed Wesley Snipes, but he definitely thought it was okay not to pay taxes. <laughs> I mean, I understand. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't want to. I, I, I hope. I wish he was right. I wish it, we didn't have to pay taxes. However, you do. Um, well, no, like, but Stephen with a PH, it leads to some interesting scenarios as well. Like, 
you're in a position where now you get to go to places and you get to say, uh, like when they're like, oh, what's the name for your order when you're at a restaurant or whatever? And you can say it's Steven with a PH. And like, has anyone spelled your name P H E P H E N? Uh, people have put the PH everywhere. Uh, okay. All, all kinds of combinations of letters involving PH. Um, sometimes they put it at the beginning. Sometimes there's two PHs. I don't know why. <laughs> it's a mess. It's a real fucking mess. <laughs> uh, so yeah, like now I just tell people it's Steven with a PH. And then if they look at me confused... Because uh, sometimes they do. Sometimes they're like, Stephen with a PH, that, that makes no sense. Then I'll just look at them and I'll say, you can put the PH anywhere. And then, so, and then they're just like, oh, okay. This is very strange that we stumbled upon this because I was going to rebut with, you know, the people who spell Chris with a K can go right to hell. And, of course, Chris Christofferson was also in Blade. <laughs> he was in he was in one of the Blade films. So there's a lot going on with Blade and names. <laughs> what if Blade is the answer to all things in the universe? Yeah, Blade is the, is 42. It all it's, it's the answer to everything in the universe. It all comes down um, to Blade. It does. It does. Fuck me running. Um Oh, actually. So, oh god. Uh <laughs> That reminds me, I had an idea for a story. Oh, shit. Um, involving vampires. Okay. Um, <laughs> am I allowed to share it? Of course, you do whatever the fuck you want. This is our show. This is as much your show as it is mine. You do whatever the fuck you want. You, I just, like, I think that we start with a high number of, of listeners every week. And then slowly they just like click and turn off. <laughs> like, Blade, fuck that shit. This isn't sex and love and relationship. Click. <laughs> and then, like, anyway, so for the few listeners we have left, Vampire Story, Total Eclipse of the Heart. Go ahead. Uh, so the the working title of this, of this story that um, is not completely written uh, is Suck 'em Dry. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is the story of a homosexual vampire. Mm, um, all vampires kind of... Anyway, go on. Yeah, uh, all vampires are gay, but... Um, a little bit. A little uh, bit. In my story, this is... Uh, you know, it, it's... Anyone can be a vampire, so anyone can have any kind of... They can be, exist on the entire spectrum of sexuality. I mean, vampires generally have been portrayed very pansexual. I mean, like... It is a very sexual act to to suck someone's blood, uh, and anyway, go on. Yeah, you're right. Um, and like, vampires are kind of like the. I feel like they're the pinnacle, like, f- fictional, non-binary representation. Like they're kind of like androgynous, in betweens, and I kind of dig it. Okay. Visually. I mean, they're very sexual, I guess, uh, like... Well, I mean, like, there's a lot of, like, male vampires with long hair, and, like... Yeah, they're they're not overtly... I mean, but, like, the, the female vampires, though, are very... Usually portrayed very feminine. Like, I... There, there needs... To, I think there's a, a, a market... There's a, a gap in the market for butch uh, female presenting vampires. We could we could fill that <laughs> like a ruby rose, you know, a ruby rose vampire. Mm. I don't know. Maybe I just I'm probably watching the wrong kind of vampire porn. You know, I just need to watch the lesbian vampire porn and find the the butch <laughs> lady vampires. Uh, immediately after recording this, I'm gonna try to find butch Absolutely. butch yeah. vampire porn. So non-binary uh, vampire. Anyway, well, so this is a gay vampire. My vampire's gay. Uh, You're not okay. Gotcha. gotcha. Uh, so anyway, so the story is called "Suck 'Em Dry," and this is mm-hmm. the story of a vampire who um, passes as and pretends to be not a vampire, as most vampires should probably do. Um, and they use grinder <laughs> to um, hook up with people, and they offer blowjobs. And what happens when? A guy is horny, all of the blood rushes to their dick, 
And so when they suck their dick, then they bite their dick, and that's how they get the blood. And then they either, if they like the guy, they turn them into a vampire. If not, then they suck them dry, and then they're they're dead. So it's it's this it's a homoerotic vampire story in which um, a lot of a lot Again, of. And I feel like that's just redundant. <laughs> just to say homoerotic vampire story. Anyway, go on. Sorry, I just can't. No, it's fine. Get over it. Um, it's just it's it it's just this idea of um, you know just people dying while coming into a vampire's mouth. So I feel like because you know you've you've painted this picture of all the blood rushing into their penis. Yeah. While the vampire sucks on them, uh, I just envision like a a dick blood gusher. <laughs> like it's a vampire gusher is the penis. It really, honestly, yeah. Yeah. What the fuck's wrong with us? Uh, what What's wrong with everyone else? It's You're right. You're right. To you and I and the two listeners left, thanks. Thanks for sticking with us. Um, yeah, no, oh, so, okay. I mean, the, the whole... You're, I, I, believe, I feel you're right with the vampires. Uh, I mean, they're, they're hypersexualized. Werewolves, too. But that's much more masculine, uh, you know. Like that's like the more akin to like the lumberjack fantasy is is the the, the werewolf. Yeah, but like what's fantasy. weird, like I I'm definitely more attracted to werewolves. However, like I don't like hairy men. But sure. But a lot of werewolves portrayed in in media are just kind of like these like younger guys that are kind of just slim, but then they you know fucking transform and then tear people apart that's all twilight i mean you're if you like if you dig you know just a little bit into the, the werewolf lore <laughs> like i'm a huge nerd so there's there's uh lots of there's like a vampire not vampire there's a werewolf rpgs uh and it's it's a whole thing um but uh it's a fun game white wolf check it out um but uh yeah, no, like, they're not all just team whatever the fuck that kid's name is, Taylor Lautner. Well, I'm definitely on, on his team. I'm rooting for him sure, over... Sure, yeah. I don't even remember the character name, but I, I'm, I'm on his team. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, same CCs, yeah. Definitely over the other guy. Edward Cullen. <clears throat> yes. Though I have seen his Robert dick. Robert Pattinson's. Yeah. There we go. I've seen Robert Pattinson's dick. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the way you said it is though you were. It sounded like you're saying it as though it's it's uh, it was implied that you were in the same room. <laughs> I felt like I was. Okay. Um, <laughs> but no, he whips his dick out in the movie The Lighthouse, uh, where it's him and Willem Dafoe. Uh, there's like a lot of masturbation. And he just, he whips it out and he starts, you know, jerking it. One of the big, uh, like, Hollywood lore, like, is that Willem Dafoe has just got a gigantic, funky-looking dong. Yeah, like, allegedly they had to, um, I can't remember what movie it was, but they had to replace him with somebody else because his dick was distracting. Right, (laughs) right, it was just too (laughs) massive, yeah. It was it was massive and awkwardly shaped. Yeah, he he looks like someone who would have a massive, awkwardly shaped dick. Yeah, he's a strange looking motherfucker. Yeah, Willem Dafoe. I kind of love him though. Like he's. I guess what you get for not being a William. I don't know. <laughs> that's that's what happened. <laughs> yeah, you just change your letter by just just a few letters. Weird monster dong. That's probably why all the Stevens with PHs are fucked up. But I think I think that's fine. Like the, the V and the PH, like that's. I'm not going to get involved. I don't want to garner any hatred from the V, the V's versus the PHs. Mm. I mean, but clearly there's a dominant camp in the the CH Christophers and the K Christophers. Yeah. You know. But uh, the V's and the PHs, it's a dead heat, and so it is a fucking barn burner of a, of a, of a rivalry. Maybe we need to, you know, that meme where all the all the Joshes met up in a field and yeah, they fought each other for the rights mm-hmm. to the name. We need to have yep. a war, the PHs against the V's. 
Sure. And I think the PHs are going to be outnumbered by the Vs, but I think PHs have the upper hand because uh, we've been, you know, uh, we've been fighting the fight our entire lives, so we've been, you know. Have you? Yeah. I think, see, the Vs, I feel, have the same, like, they, they would give the same story of the same struggle. Like, I... I feel like you both feel like you're underdogs, and for like you're you're both just you, everybody's got a shitty name. Anybody with Steven, you're fucked. You're all fucked. I can't say one thing though, like for surety, every Steve I've ever met, and Stevens included, because anyway, any Steve I've ever met, fucking crazy. <laughs> this is gonna be one hell of a war to watch. This is gonna yeah. be like the fucking Avengers Endgame of of name. It fights. really will. <laughs> It really is. And the thing is, is that the Stevens, well, you won't know. Like, are you going to put, like, is it going to be shirts versus skins? Are you going to put PH, like, uh, emblazoned on your shirt and back, you know, like the front and backs and the Vs? You know, like, what are you going to do? How are you going to differentiate? Who are you supposed to attack? <laughs> we, You're just going to be all beat the shit on each don't. other. <laughs> just a lot of confused men. Just like... That's also Steven. A lot of confusion. <laughs> That's the most accurate yeah. representation. Yeah. So. Uh, hold on. We, yeah, we need to back my that original up. The book. Original train of thought. <laughs> so I celebrated my anniversary with my spouse, Frankie. And we went to Hustler of Hollywood. Ooh. Um. And we were looking for some rope, uh, okay, to try some some shibari, which is just fancy words for tying folks up. So, and, um, hold on, hmm? uh, I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, but you're fine. Um, when we did the BDSM test quiz thing, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. I I'm assuming that you are. Was it rigor? Was that what it was called? So I, it wasn't. It's not high up on my thing. However, Rope Bunny is high up on Frankie's thing. Okay. So uh, it's. I mean, my it's mediocre. Like I, I'm definitely a dom, and that kind of goes along with it. So it's it's fine. You know, like it's. I got no problem. It's like now, my, my, my issue was that I just don't know how to tie knots. Like <laughs> I'm not, I wasn't a Boy Scout. I don't know shit. Like I can tie my. I can tie my shoes. That's about it. Um. And so that's kind of how I led the conversation. When we got to Hustler, like, uh, you know, one of the people came up and like, can I help you? I'm like, yeah, uh, we're looking for some rope. Uh, and I was like, I also uh, just I don't know how to tie knots at all. And, like, the person who was helping us got, like, terrified worried. Like, I don't know if Frankie gave, like, a scared face or, like, a, you know, like, there was – but I, the – but as soon as I said I don't know how to tie knots, like it was almost like a panic button hit. One of the panic panic buttons hit because like this person gave the utmost care to us and was like was really like walking us around the store and making sure like everything was okay. And I'm trying to get Frankie to like, no, this is fine. Like I'm not just tying them up against their consent. They're I'm here for them, but they're shy in public, so. Please speak up. But they're like, nope, they just wouldn't say anything. I'm like, God damn it. All right. So. I feel like it would have been worse if you went there by yourself, though. Ah, it's whatever. Like, yeah, I, I don't I don't know that I've ever been to a hustler alone. Um, but. I just feel like going just, anywhere by yourself and saying, I need a rope, but I don't know how to tie knots. Right. It's Yeah, it's a bad time. Right. So the, the person helping us, I mean, she was awesome. She was very friendly, uh, you know, very, very customer service oriented. But she, like, talked down to me. Like, oh, no. oh, no. Well, first off, you're not tying knots. It's a slip knot. Bitch, I said knots in the name. Like, <laughs> don't fucking come in. You're not tying knots. It's a slip knot. You just said slip and then the word fucking knot. So go fuck yourself. Like, it's. You eat it. You should go eat a fucking garbage can. I don't know. I was really upset. Like, I didn't. I just. I. I kept my calm. I was. I was. I remained calm on the exterior, but inside, I was real mad. I'm imagining this entire exchange as if it were a Quentin Tarantino film. Good, great. It kind of was. Just like a lot of tension. 
like it, like I was trying to keep it so casual, you know. But like, I was trying to keep it cool, and you know, I wasn't nervous at all. Like, but you know, when you first go in, like when you first turn eighteen or twenty-one or however the fuck old you have to be to go into hustler, I think it's eighteen. Like you're all nervous. You're all like, hee I'm a, I'm in a naughty place. Now I'm just I'm old as fuck. Oh, a naughty place. I just I just don't care. I'm just like, hey, I need some rope, and I'm gonna tie up. I'm gonna tie this person up. You know, <laughs> we're gonna have a good time. Um. <laughs> And, uh, so, anywho's, so she's like, uh, the woman helping us, I, I, I assume, woman, I, I apologize if, if they're not binary or anyways, uh, the person helping us, uh, was very adamant about, you know, it's a slipknot and safety and I'm like, that's why I'm buying, that's why I'm looking, that's why I asked you for references, like, I want to make sure they're safe, you know, obviously, so they recommended this book, uh, like they first, of course, said YouTube. You know, try, you know, you can learn. I, that's how I learn everything. Like I know how to change. Uh, I, I changed my uh, shower head with YouTube. You can look up all kinds of information on YouTube. Uh, the grapefruit technique. You can look up on YouTube. Last time I went online and typed in shower head, uh, mm-hmm. it, was, it was not what it you was expected. Not, it was not a tutorial. Yeah, but so this person recommended this book. Specifically for knot tying, and the tying of—I'm sorry—the tying of slip knots. <laughs> Fucking bitch, so mad. Ah, like I don't even Not like using knot. that word anymore. I'm it's trying to get away from knot. using the B word. I'm trying to transition to like something else, but I—I'm mad at this person. So they recommended. <laughs> I'm sorry. A book called BDSM 101, written by Reverend Jen. Reverend? Rev R E V. I think that's just a. Like, I think you're allowed to put Reverend in front of whatever the fuck you want. I don't think you have. I don't think anyone's gonna come after you. If you put Doctor, you could get sued. But, but I Reverend. think if you just put Rev, I could be I could be Reverend Philippi in the <laughs> church of my asshole. You know. Um, oh no. They might be, you know, the Church of the Universal, whatever, or this flying spaghetti monster, whatever you want to fucking worship, that's fine. BDSM 101. It was recommended highly by this person, specifically sold to me on the use of, of shibari and slipknots. So, um, I buy the book and I start reading. And, um, I'm like, uh, so it's uh, right at this moment, at this point in time, I'm halfway through the book. It's a very easy read, very large print. Um, but I have to say, I, I can't recommend buying this book. Sorry, Reverend Jin. I hope to have (laughs) you on the show one day, but this book, it's or it should be it should be it should be called something completely different besides BDSM 101, because BDSM 101 leads me to believe that it's like an introduction, it's like a beginner's course to all things BDSM. Yeah. And they and to to Reverend Jen's defense, there's a lot of different topics covered and a lot of like introduction to terminology and things, but it's it's not. It's very, very, very biased by Reverend Jen's point of view. Oh, no. 101, to me, seems like a class that would be completely just factual. This is just Reverend Jen's experiences in the lifestyle of BDSM. And they've got a really unique story, and it's awesome for them. But it's not what I was expecting when reading this book. There's also... Uh, there's some there's some shaming going on of certain there's some kink shaming going on in a book what? about BDSM. Hold on. Yeah. Yeah. That's like they kink shame. That's they kink shame age play. I'm not into age play, but I think it was awkward. Yeah, I'm not for a into book age about play kinks. And I, the way they discuss age play, they put like a like a yikes. They, they put a yikes in quotation like in in uh, parentheses in parentheticals. Like there was. There's a few references to just their own thoughts on age play, mm. and also uh, just on the like 24/7 dom sub lifestyle. There was some commentary about how exhausting it is. Like, 
and it, it puts a negative connotation on it, a negative spin on it. Like, if that's my specific kink, I would feel alienated by Reverend Jim. And she and this person should go fuck themselves. You is know, my actually, opinion. I would, like, I would rather them not. I would rather them not have any, <laughs> any, any pleasure, pleasure whatsoever. Uh, yeah. We should we should write a book and we should mm-hmm. quote this book. So we should quote the whole thing where like da 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 age play and then quote the parentheses yikes and then end quote and then we put parentheses yikes. Right, yikes should, to the yikes. Yeah, we should yikes. The I yikes. I raise your yikes by a yikes, <laughs> Reverend Jen. Yeah, so. I have to say, as somebody who's trying to advocate and teach people about BDSM, you shouldn't have any negative connotations. Even if even if you didn't intend for it to come that way, reread your shit and make sure you don't sound biased because you certainly fucking do, Rev Jen. Like I was, I like I was put off by it. Like I, I'm not into age play. I don't. Like, it's it's fine. You do your own thing. Um, where, where does I don't want to be a baby live? or look after one, huh? Do you know where the Reverend lives? I believe New York. Uh, after a quick Google search, um, let's see here. Yeah, um, they're listed as if you Google them, Rev Jen. Uh, they <laughs> pop just, up as I don't know why an actress. <laughs> uh, they pop up as an actress. That's uh, Jennifer Jen Miller. Uh, is an American performer, actress, writer, painter, director, preacher, and poet from Manhattan. So preacher's in there. So Reverend, I guess, wow. is a, an accurate name. Um, and, like, she seems nice, honestly. Like, in, in her writings, you know, she seems okay. She's just, a, a, you know, she's talking, taking us through her specific journey in BDSM. But don't call it BDSM 101. Just call it your, call it Rev, Reverend Jen's BDSM journey. Or like sex with the reverend, or something. <laughs> yeah, sex with that's a that's a hot title right there, you know. But one hundred and one implies you're teaching a class, and you're not teaching me anything other than to be biased against certain fucking kinks. So shame on you, Rev Jen. Shame, shame and fi. So I'm, I'm only halfway through it. I'll, I will try to pick it oh, back so up. Oh, so you didn't finish it? Okay. Because I haven't even gotten to the fucking shibari part. Like I haven't even gotten to the part where I'm supposed to tie fucking knots. The so whole literally reason, none I'm of sorry, it has I'm been. I'm sorry again. Slip knots. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Uh... <laughs> How dare I just say the word not? Uh... Safety first. Oh, you fucking god. Anyway, I uh. So so this is basically just. Like, is there no teaching about anything? It's literally just her there, stories? No, no, no. There, there are, like, it, it talks a lot about, you know, like, uh, you know, domination and, sub- and submission and and uh, using toys and, and temperature play. There are, there are facts, factual, there's, there's, there's teaching in there. It's in, well, not teaching, but information in there. Mm-hmm. But again, it's through the, through the lens of Reverend Jen. Which, again, they are the author, so I suppose, but I just am, am upset about the title being what it is. It's presenting it as a class, which is objective and factual, which is this is just a kind of an op-ed opinion piece about certain things. Yeah, that's it really, yeah, the title is the big problem. It is, like it's because it's misleading, like it's not solely an ed- education and information it is just a story that that will teach you things but also could teach you some toxic things you know are there any diagrams in this um there's some illustrations but nothing like again i i hope there are with the when it gets to the shibari portion yeah i'm, I'm wondering because, how that's gonna go because <laughs> right, the person right. who recommended this was specifically like, oh, this will really help you with with tying your slip knots. Um, yeah, and like I, I I know that this is shitty, but I kind of love the idea of this book not at all explaining slip knots. I am gonna go <laughs> fucking berserk. <laughs> just imagine you, you returning know, I to will, the I will. to the store, and you're just like, I have been lied to. <laughs> yeah. Like, so this isn't my normal hustler that I go to. I usually go to the one out in Monroe. Um, I, we went to the one downtown because we were we were vacationing 
and staying closer to the city. Um, so, not that I have, like, my people I go to there at Monroe, but I've had more positive experiences there as opposed to the one now sort of negative experience I've had at uh, the larger location downtown. There's two locations downtown. There's the smaller called Hollywood, like called Hustler Express. <laughs> Not that it's any faster, it's just smaller. Uh, and then there's the larger one on 6th. Or, no, 7th. Hustler Express. Hustler Express. They should, they should quick, have a... Quick sex needs. They should have a Hustler drive through Absolutely they should, yeah. Like, I want it to be as... Hustler vending machine. I want it to be as frequent as a McDonald's. <laughs> like, you just drive up... It's like, uh, I really need handcuffs, condoms, and that lube that tastes like strawberries. Eh. Yeah, I'm not a fan of any chemical. Like, I want my lube to be as organic as possible. No, this is this is for blatant torture. This is no sex. <laughs> <laughs> this is just... Oh, you're for tying knots, not slip knots. <laughs> okay. okay. I, need, I need zip ties. Uh... <laughs> So I ended up Googling, because I just was tired of fucking reading, like I ended up Googling, you know, how to tie a slipknot. Uh, <laughs> Which actually, really like, should have been step number one. That should have been step one, <laughs> but I felt like this person was doing a really, you know, great job of, of customer service and, and care, and so I, I wanted to help him out and, and buy the book. I, thought it'd be, I also thought it would be good research for the, the podcast. You know, like there was, It was a multitude of reasons I purchased the book, and it's fine, because here it is. It's a topic on the goddamn show. <laughs> Reverend but not Jen. not to the way Reverend Jen probably anticipated. And we need to track down the Reverend, uh, and we need to. Oh, I feel like they're very easily attained, uh, track downable. Like they have, you know, they're on the internets. So I feel like I could just be like, "Hey, fuck you." <laughs> 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 That's I don't. I, don't I, I retract that. Like, if if and when Reverend Jen does listen to this, know that I feel all these feelings. Uh, about this, and I, I hope that you do republish the book with a different title. You know, formerly BDSM 101, now the exploits of Reverend Jen, fucking the Reverend. But uh, yeah, it's a, it just I hope to have them on the show so they can explain themselves and, and, and back their shit up. But I want to see them fucking try to defend how they felt about age play and fucking. Um, just the the exhausting lifestyle of the the dom sub twenty four seven lifestyle. Yeah. Explain yourself, Rev Jen. I mean, I do. So, uh, I understand the initial reaction, though, uh, because like I was in a similar boat. Like the just when I was first learning about a lot of different things, the idea of age play was something I was very uncomfortable with. Sure. Um, and, like, even now, like, me personally, I'm a little bit uncomfortable with it. Uh, however, talking to people, I mean, even on this show, um, but also, like, hearing things or, or reading things outside of this show, uh, I've I've kind of gotten a little bit more of an understanding of, like, how it's still... I mean, when done correctly, it's still between consenting adults. Yep. It's fantasy. It's it's role play essentially. It's you know, it, it and that is more okay. It's more of a symbolic representation of um, different ideas that I guess when when I look at it symbolically, I can understand and relate to it more than just on paper age play uh, there is all there are all kinds of things that i am uncomfortable with uh when it comes to the, the kinks that exist but it is not my place to to shame them uh to each their own and also as you just said the more research you do about any topic the more comfortable you're gonna fucking be with it yeah and for someone to write a book about kinks and to put that in there it's it's well sounds like all of their research is just their own experience correct i mean like i think they they did a little bit 
they must have. I mean, like <clears throat> now, granted, like they're like to to digest a little bit more of the book. I mean, basically, they just were they worked at a, a like a I don't know as a not a sex worker, but uh, like an escort. It, no, 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 no. They they worked as like a as a dominatrix essentially, and or a sub. Like it, this is a place you can go to pay somebody to you know to be tortured and or to torture somebody. Um, I don't know what that's called, but if I wasn't so mad at the book, I could probably recall that. <laughs> um, so they they have they've seen a lot of shit and had been have been asked to do a lot of things. So they do have a lot of experience, but they're putting their own two cents in. You know, it's not mm-hmm. it's not teaching. It's it's more of a storytelling. So, anyways, yeah, like yeah, with with age play, like with the the castration folks, there's lots of things I don't understand. Like that's, I don't want to cut off my dick. I don't understand why anybody would. But you know what? That's fine. You go for it. Go nuts. You know, <laughs> you know just 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 nuts. <laughs> you okay over there? <laughs> go nuts. <laughs> go nuts. Because that's all you have left. Just nuts. Just nuts. <laughs> All almond, no joy. Just mounds. Oh no. So yeah, fucking. It's not. It, I'm not here to shame any kink. And neither should Reverend Jeff. Nobody should. This. Uh. Yeah. I mean, it's okay to laugh every now and then, but like laughing Absolutely. With... If you can't laugh at yourself, yeah. But I'm not disparaging any of them. I be, I, I encourage healthy, safe... Castration. play. Yeah, woof. <laughs> that, that's almost like a contradiction. Safe castration. Well, I mean, I guess actually... Right. I'm sure that there have been instances medically where people had to, you know... Absolutely, yeah. So, I mean, like caught you cauterize the wound, or yeah, like yeah. So yeah, um, but still, even I mean, like you, know, you can role play that. You know, you can like you know that experiment where you put your hand out and there's a mirror next to it, uh, and you can like uh, the sensations. Oh yeah, like where it seems like you're like cutting your arm off, but you're not. But you right, still feel right, like it right. Is. You can do that. Yeah. with like a, a a fake dildo. You know, you just get a dildo, cut that bad boy off. And you know, there you, you see. I That's don't know. Genius. If, I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. You go crazy. You've just opened so many doors for me. <laughs> I feel like they've thought of that. I bet they had to have. I hope. No, but for me, like, I hope I, some guys out there like I haven't given this much. Life. I hope that there's not some poor guy out there, penisless. Like, why didn't I think of that? Oh, I could have used mirrors. <laughs> I could have had a V8. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Why didn't I think of that? Why? Why did you wait till now? Yeah, I thought of that immediately. The first time we talked about the castration kink was you would just have a dildo and cut that off. because uh, you have to think about how you know, like, how would I go through about you know how to do this and what would it look like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't even. I feel like I would just. Um... I mean, but this is me. Like for me, a lot of, a lot of my like pleasure or excitement comes from more so the leading up to and not the actual thing. So like, I feel like it would just be setting up a scenario that makes me feel very convinced that I'm going to get my my dick cut off, um, and like getting right up to that point, and then like right when it would be happening then I would probably ejaculate, and then it's like, oh, okay, next time. You know what I mean? So you're saying this, if, if you were in the shoes of somebody who's a a kamikaze dick chopper? Yes. Okay. Gotcha. Because I was going to say, if, if that is what, you know, what is going to get your rocks off, I could set that up for you. I, could, I, could, I would love to be a part of that, <laughs> like... Me and Andreas would break into your house. Jeez. 
Is that it? <laughs> you just break into my house? <laughs> Listen, we just break into the house and then we threaten to chop off your dick. That's it. I'm gonna chop off your fucking dick. Can you imagine yeah. the neighbors? Like, <laughs> <laughs> they just, yeah. through the paper thin walls, they just hear this exchange. <laughs> oh, that's uh, Stephen up to his old bullshit again. Yeah, they'd probably just shrug it off. They'd be like, oh, he's yeah, probably just absolutely. recording a podcast again. It's fine. Little did it, do they know that, like, strangers have broken into my house and they're gonna chop off my dick. Or rabid fans of the show. Or rabid fans of the show. Oh. Yeah. That's scaring me. What if, like, this becomes, like, a really oh. big thing and then 30 years from now, some crazy guy with a machete breaks into my luxurious apartment in San Francisco and, uh, chops off my dick? Well,. First off, they are drastically, uh, they've got way too much weaponry if they've got a machete. It's way too big of a blade. How do you know? <laughs> they call me Willem because Dafoe you, you online. Need precision. Like, the biggest you want to go if you're chopping off a dick is going to be like a, a butcher's knife. You want the heft and the weight, but you also need the precision. It doesn't matter if you got a small Johnson or not. It's a machete's just going to be too big. I just like the idea of a man with a machete. You want Jason Voorhees to chop off your just wang? Yelling that he's gonna fucking cut my dick off, like some <laughs> fucking cut him off. A, a swashbuckling pirate with a <laughs> what are those? What are the pirate swords called? Uh, cutlass. With a cutlass. Yeah. There we go. I want a pirate with a cutlass. Yeah. To just run in. Oh, I mean, there's a various wear, different like, types instead of, of an eye patch, I can wear a dick patch. Are we talking about a swashbuckler? That'd be more of a rapier. If we're talking <laughs> like an Arabian pirate. That'd be an Eric. Like it's there's all kinds of blades. Huh. Yeah. What kind of sword would I want to cut my sword <laughs> off with? Listeners, if you had to have uh, one of your Either breasts or vagina or penis. How do you cut a vagina? Cut off. Your lips. Just the. Not end the vagina. Time. I'm sorry. The labia. The labia. My apologies. Not your vagina. Your labia. If you have your labia cut off, or or your breasts, or your penis or balls, uh, whatever bits you've got, for whatever gender you might be. Uh. What would you what, have? What, what, what weaponry would you want to be used? Chainsaw. No, no. no what if, what if that's it's the lead? No. What if it's an actual saw, like a like a manual God saw? Damn it, Stephen. <laughs> but it's like there's, one of those two handed. Now we're down to one like listener. <laughs> Every time our audiences get smaller and smaller, a chainsaw and or a regular saw. Come on. I would want. As something that is as sharp as a scalpel. Like, I want precision. I want quick. I don't want... There's no... No. No jagged edges. No loud noises. There's, like, little curved knives that are used to slice meat real fast. It's got, like, the hook, but it curves down. So it's like... <laughs> Do you need to hear the sound again? No, please, God. <laughs> Do you know what I'm um, talking about? Like, the... It's like a special, like, curved knife. I don't. I don't. I'm sorry. I probably do once I see it, but... Well, that one Anyways, That one might be... I'm going to say nice. butcher's knife for... If I am if I am the, the attacker, I'm going with a butcher's knife. It, it seems menacing enough uh, while still giving me the, the precision and control that I want. And also the heft, because I'm not trying to hack... At your Johnson. Uh, I am just trying to do one clean severed thwack, you know. I think, I mean, if I'm the attacker, then I'm, I, I would probably, I mean, if this is willing, I would, I would ask them what they want to be used. But, um, sure. if it's, it's very courteous. Of if I'm the attacker and this is unwilling and it's just, you know, however I want to, to chop a dick off, mm -hmm. um, then they're in for an awful night <laughs> uh, because um 
it would it would probably be it would probably start as more of a dissection than wow than a complete severing uh just because i mean when else would you have an opportunity to just cut a dick open and uh kind of play with it um so it would be it'd be quite a mess are you are you dissecting the penis while it's still attached yeah wow yeah fuck me man uh you're diabolical uh, curious is the word I would use. Curious, <laughs> uh, simply curious. <laughs> but no, if I were, um, if I were the, I guess victim, is that the word or the castratee? Uh, <laughs> I don't even know the word to use. Um, yeah, sure. I would almost. I would almost want it to be so awful that like the experience would be over very quickly like like a wood chipper because then like the entirety of me hold on hold on like basically if if i were to get my dick cut off i would want all of me to immediately die as well like i just don't want i don't want to experience anything after then a wood chipper's not the way to go bud what's like the fastest if we're still talking a blade then you want to get your your neck cut <laughs> like you want to you want to be had your head severed off you know like well yeah but like head, so your if you're yeah but if you're a wood chipper you're, you're gonna be awake you're, you're you'll, you'll pass out before you die it's not a fast experience a wood chipper what what if you go in face first maybe but i'm sure the person cutting Just off your dick is dick probably first. Going dick first, yeah. Well, but if you're if you're swinging a thing and chopping the dick off, then it would take another swing to cut the neck off. That's still precious. That would seconds. be, but that would be the fastest. Like, so okay. If I if if I, if you're now hiring me, what if there's like to... a large blender? No, that's a that's a, oh that's called a wood chipper, Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> There's a name for it. It's a fucking wood chipper. So I just I want to be immediately obliterated is what I'm saying. In the world in which you (laughs) want to have your penis cut off by an attacker, but then also no longer wish to be alive shortly after that. No, like I'm gonna have to guess immediately after that. This is a two blade job. I'm gonna need one blade, Mm. i.e. the butcher's blade. The butcher's knife to chop off your Johnson. Then I'm gonna immediately pull out a katana to chop off your head, and or some sort of great axe. Okay. To sever your head because that is gonna be the most humane way to die with a blade. I feel, uh, if I had to guess, it's gonna be two cuts, Johnson neck. Johnson neck. Yeah, because anything else. Is just more mutilation and more torture. Okay. Because a butcher's knife is not going to be enough to cut your neck. Like you got to go through bone. Yeah, yeah, you'd be at it for a little while. That'd be miserable. Yeah, yeah, you'd be hacking at that motherfucker. I'd be screaming, and then there'd be gurgles, and then there would be. <laughs> right. That that would be. This got rough. real dark. Thanks, Reverend Jim. Thanks, <laughs> it's Reverend all Jim. it's all thanks, their fault. Thanks, Stevens with a V. You fucking V, <laughs> Stevens. It's all your fault. This got so dark because of you. Well, um, that concludes this episode of BDSM 101. Uh, oh, <laughs> I'm gonna read the rest of this book. I swear to God, if there's no pictures about fucking Shivari, I'm gonna be mad. <laughs> I'm gonna be so mad. I bet there's not gonna be. I believe there will not be. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's gonna be a complete waste of time. But you will have learned all about this one individual's limited experience. I wouldn't call him limited from from the read. Seems pretty in depth, but this one individual's specific experiences. Yeah, yeah, very narrow point of view. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Podcast with Benefits. If you enjoyed this show, please rate, 
follow, and or subscribe to The Podcast with Benefits wherever podcasts are distributed. Please reach out to us by writing an email to bemorethanfriends at gmail.com, commenting on mtfproductions.com, or finding us on Facebook at facebook.com backslash bemorethanfriends. One day, we hope to do this for a living. To help make that dream come true, please donate what you can to our show at mtfproductions.com. Your donations help us purchase better equipment, fund more merchandise, and hold events. Please share this show with a friend that you love. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I think I have to be done. I can't. I can't do anything else now. (laughs) My vampire is so dick. This one is exclusive right here. That was brilliant. (laughs) I need that in a loop, please. You're just saying that. Send that to me later, please. Oh, fuck. That was great.